when my first escrow office um, win and she called me for $250, right, signing, I split that and I called up one of my sorority sisters. If someone knows what they want and they know that you have it, then what's left to agree on? When can you come? That's the question I'm wondering. Let's talk about notary. I'll give an example of what that looks like in the notary. Fascinating. From the international best-selling author Tiger Toledo, the rise of the smart notary. The notary business will never be the same again. This book is designed and engineered to help notaries cash flow their business. And as a number one new release on Amazon and hit the top five bestsellers list, this is the perfect gift for this holiday season. Buy one now for yourself and a fellow notary public. Available now on Amazon. Grab your copy today. And if this book doesn't make you money, you can block us. If you're feeling the vibe, join the tribe and subscribe. Boom. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, everyone, to the Notary War Room. I am your humble hip-hop sales coach, Tiger Toledo. And you already know what it is, man. You rocking with the best. You heard? I have a very, very special guest today. First of all, I wanted to thank you guys for tuning in. You could, you guys could be doing anything around the world right now. You decide to rock with the kid. So I'm going to make sure that we provide value to your notary business so you can dominate. For the ones that have never been on the notary war room, our main objective, our main goal is to empower notaries to dominate in whatever sector of the business that you're in, whether you're in real estate, whether you're doing power of attorneys, affidavits, child support, whatever it is, we want you to dominate that sector and then grow your business so you could do the things that you really love to do. I'm sure you're not in love with stamping paper. I'm not. <laughs> so uh, I just rolled this out. This is the I will be doing a master class. This is called a power of attorney master class. For those that want to learn how to build a business around power of attorney, my business is built around power of attorney. So I decided to do a master class. That is our bread and butter. That is our stream of income. And I will be doing a master class. It's a three day workshop. It starts March 8th at 6 p.m. It's going to be for three days, and I will show you guys everything that I know. You guys can go to notarycashflow.com to do that. Plus, if you sign up for the, the email list, you'll get an additional 15% coupon code, and it'll take 15% off the $67. So it's, it's a steal. You spend more money at Starbucks, for sure. Um, so today we have a very, very special guest. This is a gentleman that I had a chance to work with. Um, Somebody from the credit repair business actually put me on the game. I told him I was looking for a virtual assistant because I was the bottleneck of my agency. Everything started with me. Everything ended with me. By the end of the day, I was probably working a good, you know, 15, 18 hours a day. I was exhausted. I was getting irritable when I got home. I didn't want to, you know, hang out and play games with the kids you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, the wife was annoying me, like, get away from me. I'm tired, you know? <laughs> so I met Ken Collier and he broke it down, like what his business can do to help free up my time. And I 
said, I got to get you on the podcast, bro. I had to get him on the podcast because once I got my first virtual assistant, and this may be you. Now, I know this was me. I had a hard time relinquishing power. I, I, I guess I would be considered a control freak, but I'm not a control freak. But I was afraid of releasing responsibility to other people because I felt in my mind that if I fuck this up, I'm going to have to go back and get a job at the corporate plantation, which I do not want to be at. So I was, I was scared. I'm going to be honest with you. I was scared. And um, after I consulted with Ken and he told me, hey, look, man, this is what we're going to do. We're going to uh, give you the support that you need, the ongoing training. We're going to support your, uh, your VA as well. I tell you, within the first two weeks, it was eye-opening. I said, shit, I should have done this a long time ago. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome... Mr. CEO himself of IHR Buddy and International Business, Mr. Ken Collier. Hey, appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Welcome on your platform. Thank you, man. Thank you for that. Hey, first off, man, I love that intro, right? From now on, every Zoom call I do, I'm gonna have a video intro plan like you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but appreciate it. Welcome, welcome, me, welcome me onto your platform, brother. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You know, I, like I said, man, I, I bring on people like a lot of people, a lot of notaries ask me, who are you getting this service from? Who is who are your business coaches? So I said, instead of me just telling you, how about I bring them onto the show and let them break it down to you the same right. way they broke it down to me? Yeah. So yep. please tell them who you are, Ken. Where are you from? And then we'll we'll go right into the conversational mode, and the audience could be like a fly on the wall, like it's just me and you talking. I appreciate it, man. But definitely, it's definitely a great thing what you're doing, bringing bringing different businesses on, sharing that information. I know when I first started my business, my first business years ago, we didn't have platforms like this. Definitely didn't have podcasts, right? Definitely didn't have this where we can actually come on. Um, not only share what we do, but also get gems, get information, get what we need to help grow our business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it to the next level, right? So definitely appreciate you for that. But for those that don't, don't know who I am, I'm Ken Carr, your founder of IHR Buddy. IHR Buddy stands for International Human Resource Buddy, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's an outsourcing agency. And what we do is we help companies build teams, right? We help entrepreneurs hire, train, and manage virtual staff so that they can free up their time, scale their business, and enjoy life. Fascinating. Indeed, indeed. Now, you are in Atlanta, correct? Yes, sir. Are you originally from Atlanta? I am. Born okay. and raised from Atlanta. And I know you can hear it all in a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, oh, yeah, too. I was, like, I was like, hey, you might be from North Carolina or something. I don't know. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Out of all business... Now, I know you're a notary, which is crazy, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, he is part of the... You know, he's a notary as well, which is dope, right? Yeah. But... How did you get into an outsourcing agency? Like, like that's not a business that, you know, just falls into your lap and say, hey, look, you want to open an agency overseas? How do you yep, get into yep. that? Man, so let me, let me start by saying this, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm the person that believe in 
Um, you ain't got to be the smartest in the room. You ain't got to know it all. But you need to be able to hire the smart person, hire the person that know more than you do to get things done if you don't know how to do it, right? Mm -hmm. um, I come from a background where I was a high school dropout, right? I got my GED, right? So I grew up um, where I had a lot of disadvantages, right? And I had to learn how to think, had to learn how to build teams, had to learn how to have people in places to help me achieve what I want to do um, and the things I want to get done, right? And I just always had that mindset, right? Um, but it all started out, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for the last 11 years, right? I ran a highly successful credit repair company um, for five years. As okay. of three years ago, I sold my company. Um, we was doing, you know, the high six figures a year in my credit repair company. Life was, life was good. Finances was, was good. I was traveling the world. Great. Uh, right. But um, at that time, I kind of felt like a public success, but a private failure. Right. Everything. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. You got to break that down. I got to understand what does that mean? Unpack that for me. A private. So, public success, but a private failure. Okay. Which means my business was successful. Um, people around me look at me as being successful, right? I was making great revenue, being able to do the things I wanted to do. But yet when I come home, I didn't have any time for my kids. Didn't have any time for myself. Didn't have any time for my girlfriends, right? Um, I remember just breaking up with my girlfriend uh, just because I didn't have enough time for it, right? I would promise I would do some things and, and couldn't, couldn't make good of my promise, not because I didn't want to or my intentions weren't good, but because I was running a full-time business, right? And I didn't have the, the, the time to um, do what I needed to do, right? So I was, I was successful in everybody else's eyes, but in my girlfriend's eyes and in my kids' eyes, they was like, damn, dad, where you at, right? You always working, you always busy. We don't care about the money, we just want your time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so that was part of the reason. Secondly, you already know running a business is stressful, right? And I, I was going through a period to where um, I was in and out of the hospital, high blood pressure, headaches, um, stretched out at one point, actually was in the hospital for three days, right? Um, just because I couldn't get my blood pressure down, right? And, um, wow. and here I was, my there, girlfriend yeah. had to come in and take my phone away from me because I was actually on the phone still trying to deal with clients while sitting in the hospital bed. <laughs> yeah. And um, man, I just had to make a decision. I just had to make a decision, brother. Um, and part of that story is not only was I running a successful business, had hundreds of clients, and I was in the industry, the credit pay industry, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're dealing with we're dealing with other people's lives, right? Other people's uh, finances, right? And nobody cared about nothing. They didn't care about, hey, I was in the hospital. They didn't care about what was going on. All they cared about was that credit reports, right? Um, and I was just stressed out, brother. I was stressed out. And then the, and the, uh, the worst part of it all, about three years ago, my son and mom passed away, right? Oh, so when you're talking about needing to be available for your kids, need to be available for your family and trying to service clients. I was like, man, I'm done with it, right? I'm done with it. And at the time I didn't, I didn't have a team. I had a successful business, 600 plus clients and I had no team. It was just me and my girlfriend, right? Um, and I went through that point, man, where I was like, listen, before I stress myself out, before I have a heart attack, before I have a stroke, dealing with these clients and, and scratched out, let me uh let me back away a little bit. But at the time, I didn't have any help, right? So I couldn't take a week off to get my mind right, a week off vacation right, right. to get my spirit right. I couldn't do none of that, right? So I did what I thought was best, man. And I sold my company. I sold my company and I regret it to this day. Really? I really regret it to this day. Um, and the reason I regret it, 
because I realized like all I needed at the time, I just needed one person. I just need an assistant. I needed somebody that could step in and help me free up my time so I can take a week off, take a few days off. And I didn't have that. Wow. Wow. That is an impactful story. You know, to be honest with you, bro, like I talked to my wife about this. Like that, that's one of my fears as well. That's my my high level of paranoia. Like, you know, I'm able to do a lot of this stuff because of my wife, right? My wife yeah. is able to, you know, hold down the hold down the household with our three kids. And it was like, damn, if I lost her, like I gotta be more hands-on with the kids. Yeah. And it was like I gotta get as much work possible and not realizing what you pretty much went through. You went through burnout, right? Burnout. Absolutely burnout. <laughs> how many how many notaries on here have have like you guys are on the verge of burnout and you can see it. You know yeah. that you're about to hit burnout. Yeah. That burnout. thing is real, man. Burnout, man, it's real, man. And if you look at business owners, man, yeah, most business owners don't just walk out and quit. Like they, they quit because of a reason, right? Yes. Um, or they give their business up because of a reason. The main reason is because they're burnt out as entrepreneurs. You know, a lot of times we get into this business to serve clients, to make other people's lives better. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we burn ourselves out trying to do it. Right? Yeah. Indeed. And well, okay, so you had, you said like 600 clients? Six, almost 700 clients over 680 <laughs> clients at the point when I sold my um my business and this this was residual income this was monthly clients paying 99 a month now this is this is this is incredible I I I have to unpack this right here that means you must have had a hell of a system though bro to be able to handle that many clients yeah that's not some you know you're not on the phone with 600 people right you have a system that is working. Like, what what did you have to go through to be able to develop a system like that to be a one man show, but to still handle such a high volume of clientele? What yeah. did that so, look like? So don't get me wrong, right? I did have a system. I had you no know, automations in place. Mm -hmm. um, I had SOPs in place and um, instructions, directions, but I had nobody to pass those SOPs off to. <laughs> right so i had the systems i had everything i needed in place and like you said before um i put i felt like i put my blood sweat and tears into the business so it was hard for me to give up give up and let somebody else come in um and kind of take over right i felt like if i wasn't on the phone doing sales it wasn't gonna get closed yeah right yeah. i felt like if i wasn't reaching out to the affiliates i wasn't gonna close the deals right so i felt like i had to do every single thing myself Every single thing myself. For um, those that don't know, what is SOP? Standard operating procedures, right? Okay. Standard operating procedures. So it's basically a guideline of directions on how to get a specific task done in your business, right? So if you're doing sales, it's just a directions. Okay, this is how the sale call should go. This is how it should flow. If a person say yes, it's the link we send them to sign up. If they say no, this is when we contact them again to follow up. It's just instructions. Um, SOPs is all it is. When you think about companies like, let's say, for example, McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, when they started, he was probably in there making the burgers and things like that. Um, but then he put 
SOPs in place, right? You put trainings in place, right? So now when you go into a McDonald's or you go to apply for a job, anybody can get that job because they've got directions, they've got trainings, they've got things that they should do before they even start doing it right. So all the hamburgers are gonna be made the same. One squid, a mustard on top, burger, flip it this way. Everything's gonna be made the same and it's gonna taste the exact same way. But the owner doesn't have to make it right because he's got instructions, he's got SOPs, he's got directions on how to get this specific job done. So that's all the SOP is, standard wow. operating procedures. So, and then you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Because if you are, if it starts with you and it ends with you, you do not have an exit plan. That means that that business, you can't even sell that business sell because it. it relies on you, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it relies on you. Um, you want a business to where you, I always say this right here. Mm -hmm. You want to go from operator to owner, right? Mm. You want to go from, from, you know, if you can't go to sleep or God forbid, you can't, you know, anything can happen. We got COVID right now. Anything can happen. Say God, you know, God permit, you no, know, anything, anything can happen. But say, for example, you go into a coma for a month, right? You come out of a coma, right? If, 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 if your your business should be able to run the same exact way when you left, right? And then when you come back, it still still should be running the same exact way whether you're in it or not, right? Um, because if anything happens, you should be able to have instructions on how to come in and take this job over and do it, do it the same exact way that I would do it, right? Yes. Same exact way. So you, you want to definitely, you want to go from being a business employee to a business owner, right? And I, and I kind of use this analogy a whole lot, uh, a whole lot, Toledo. Um, for, for those that's familiar with basketball, right? You know, you got the, you got one of the best teams in the world, right? You got one of the best coaches, you know, Phil Jackson, right? You know, most of us, we want to be MJ. We want to be the one that run up and down the court, score all the baskets, right? Um, right. Lead the team. Um, everybody knows us. We want to be the leader. We want to be all that, right? Um, we should want to be like Phil Jackson. We should want to be the coach that stands on the sideline, all out of plays, substitute players in and out, sit back with your arms crossed, and still win the championship together. And you don't have to do all the work, but you've got your team of people that's doing everything and you're calling the shots, right? That's Indeed. what we should want to be in our business. Indeed. And, and, and that's why I had to get you on this podcast because to be honest with you, when I rolled out my book, Rise of the Smart Notary, for, you, for those that did not get my top five best-selling book on Amazon, go get that book, Rise of the Smart Notary. It, it, it will lay out a foundation for you, a real solid foundation. But one of the things that I was saying in that book was, what if your car broke down? Will you continue to make money as a notary? Right? What if you got sick? What if you went on vacation? You just wanted to go on vacation and enjoy yourself with your family. Does your cash flow stop because you're on vacation? It shouldn't. It should keep going. You should be making just as much money being on the Cayman Islands than you back home actually working in your business. So I'm glad you touched on that because it's true with, with COVID, the way things are going now and you know, you never know where this thing will sneak up on you. God forbid it sneaks up on somebody and then and it puts you, you know, in, in the hospital for like a week or two. What happens to your business? Does your cash flow completely stop? Yeah. That's why I brought Ken on here, ladies and gentlemen, because this is this is the critical thinking that we need to have 
in order to grow a massive, strong business. So Ken, let me ask you this. How can a virtual assistant or, or, or outsourcing your company help notaries, like notaries that are on this war room, like consult them like you were consulting me, like, yeah, yeah. how can for it the, help? For, for the, for the, what the main thing is definitely helping you to free up your time, <laughs> right? Definitely being able to step in and help you free up your time. There's a lot of times that where we do things in our business that may take five minutes here or 10 minutes there, but when we're doing that, over and over and over each day, they can add up to three to four hours out of our day that's gone and we don't even know where the time done went, yes. right? Because we're so busy doing small, minute things. Um, and most of the things that we're doing are, aren't even revenue generating tasks that we're doing, right? So we're actually losing money, right? And I always um, 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 say this, I always say this right here, everybody needs a virtual assistant and everybody can afford a virtual assistant, right? You cannot afford a virtual assistant. If you think about this right here, let me, let me kind of uh, give you an example, right? So mm -hmm. say, for example, you're waking up in your business, you're doing administrative, you've got to do administrative work, right? Say, for example, if you've got administrative work that may take four hours to do, right? Say, as a business owner, as a coach, consultant, say if your time is valued at $100 an hour, right? But you're waking up and you're having to do this administrative task that's taking up four hours out your day, that's $400 you could have had, Right? That $400 you could have made if your time is worth $100 an hour, right? But what if you brought somebody else in to come in and take over and do those administrative tasks and you're paying them $3 an hour, $4 an hour, $5 an hour, $7, whatever it is, right? Say if you're paying them $5 an hour and that, that, that's spending four hours doing those tasks that you would have normally been doing, you're only paying them $20 versus losing $400, right? So everybody can afford it, right? Everybody can afford to buy their time back. That's the first thing. That, that'll help you buy your time back. Secondly, you can hire a virtual assistant to come in and do the things that you can't do. Do the things that you're not great at doing, right? Um, like me, I'm, I'm not great at social media, right? But I'm smart enough to bring somebody in, to hire someone that can run my social media account, run my page. Not only that, I suck at going live on Facebook. I hate going live, right? But I hire virtual assistants. I wrote out SOPs. I trained them on what to talk about, trained them on my business. Now I have my virtual assistants going live five times a day in different groups on Facebook talking about and promoting my business for me and I don't even have to do it, right? So not only can it help you buy your time back and do the things that you don't like doing, do the things that you're not great at doing. Yes. <laughs> right? um, and I think for the most part, um, it's administrative work, right? It's social media that you can have them doing, creating your posts, um, posting for you, running your ads, Reaching out to leads, lead generation is huge. Yes, um, it's yes. a huge task that you can have your VAs do for you. Reach out to um, affiliates for you. Um, um, like whatever you can think of, you can train your VA to do it for you. And I and I'll share with because if you're now tuning in, um, I work personally with Ken. Like I've used his services. And that's who I got my virtual assistant from. She was fantastic. Um, so I wanna let you guys know exactly what I was, what I had her do, which freed up so much time. One, I was getting so many phone calls. You have to understand I have a, a notary agency. So I'm getting phone calls from all over the United States. I'm talking about Texas, New Jersey, California, Utah, everywhere. That's a lot of damn phone calls. So the virtual assistant was 
handling was taking all of those phone calls. Now, a lot of them as well were tire kickers. Man, they will kill your time. They will suck up your time. They'll be like, hey, uh, I wanted a notary, but did you see the game yesterday? No, nigga, get off my shit. <laughs> like, I'm trying to make some money here. <laughs> right? So they, I, they were able to sift out a lot of, she was able to sift out a lot of tire kickers. Um, she was able to handle social media because here's, here's, here's the truth, out of sight, out of mind. If you're not on social media and people don't see your posts coming up here and there and you're you're engaging with people, they forget about you. And yeah. then the person that captures their information first is gonna get the business. Yeah. So and, I mean, and, yeah, go ahead, bro. Let me say this, man. You you had your virtual sister doing some stuff I didn't even know she can do. She, <laughs> she could do for you. I saw her posting and creating flyers and graphics, and I'm like, damn. Uh, I wish I would have known you could do that right now. <laughs> I probably would have kept you for myself, right? Um, man, but I didn't even know she could do graphics and, and do artwork the way she was doing it. Um, so, and it's just, and, and man, it's so crazy, man. You got so many, and, and, and so many VAs that are just, and you guys don't know what VAs are, virtual assistants. That's what VAs stand for. Um, mm -hmm. But you got virtual assistants that are just so talented, man. So many yes. different skills. Um, and like I said, it was a skill I didn't even know she had, right? And, um, and, and and the great thing I loved about Bree was the was her initiative to go and get things done. I like the fact that she had a skill set as such as graphic design that I didn't even know she had, but she spoke really, really great English, right? Yes, she did. Um, yeah. Really, really, really great, um, really great English. Um, and, and that's that's what I love, though. But yeah, <laughs> here here was another great thing that I loved that you guys did because I'll I'll, I'll be. 100% transparent with everybody, the audience out here. I had interviewed with another company before I talked to Ken and they basically had one assistant and it was like, here, he, this person is gonna be your assistant. Now what Ken and IHR buddy did, they actually lined up an interview. We, I did an interview with three virtual assistants on Zoom. I was like literally sitting in my car interviewing people. I had my pen, I had my, my little pad and I'm like, you know, had little questions I'm asking them. And it was, it was so stress-free because I was already battling a lot of anxiety going through that shit in the first place. So by uh, Ken's team, Celine, Celine was awesome. She navigated the whole thing and it was like, oh man. So all I had to do was select the best person for the type of business that I was doing. Yeah. So what, what we usually do, um, we hire a we hire a lot, man. We hire probably 20 people a week, right? Mm. And we put them all through a three-week training. So they all come through our training program. They learn how to be an effective executive assistant, everything from email etiquette, phone etiquette, how to use different CRMs. Um, we train them on so much, just about anything we could think a business owner would need. And then when it um <clears throat> And then what happens is once they graduate our training and you guys say, hey, I'm ready for a VA, what we do is we don't just give you anybody, right? Uh, we actually let you interview them. So we already know that they're gonna have the skill set that you need, but now you need to get on the phone, you need to get on the Zoom with them to make sure they fit your company culture, make, fit, make sure they fit your personality, make sure you like them, right? Uh, and make sure you're comfortable because it's your business at the end of the day, right? Nobody knows your business more than you, nobody knows who you want in your business, more than you, right? I know the skill sets they needed. I know the skill sets you, you wanted, 
but you had to get on that phone with them and make sure they fit you, fit your company culture and can rock with you and you feel good with this person working with you every single day. So that's one thing we do. And I think that's one thing that, that make us different from most companies. We give you options, right? We give you options and, and we don't just place anybody with you. We let you make the final decision. You're not gonna get out, you're, you're not gonna be paired unless you're absolutely comfortable with hiring that person. Yeah, indeed. And, and you guys had like, it was awesome too, because you guys had, uh, it was a Christmas party, right? Yeah. I jumped on a Christmas party and then uh, some of your other clients, I mean, you had lawyers on there and they were like, thank God for your business because, you know, my VA was able to take so much off of her workload within a week, you know, yeah. and I, I could just see it in her face and her eyes like this was God sent, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, I, and I think, man, I'm, and I'm just blessed for that, man. But, you know, unlike a lot of other companies, I actually travel. I, I, I say this all the time. People think I'm joking when I say that I travel the world to make sure I got the best talent. I tra actually traveled the world to start this business. I went out. The first place I went when I first started was I flew over to India, right? Okay. And I was like, man, um, I, I, you know, of course, I needed the help. I needed someone to come and help. And I just, you know, I didn't have the information. No one taught me what I know now there was no companies out here, no mentorship programs or anything. I had to learn it the hard way, right? I actually flew over to India, right? That's where I got my first office at in India. Flew over to India. I had the office for almost six months. It didn't work out, right? It didn't work out. Because all I heard at the time was, hey, go over to India. You can outsource to India, things like that. That definitely didn't work out. They didn't fit the the, 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 the American culture. The, the culture wasn't there, right? The, the English and the accent wasn't there, right? So I gave up on India and I flew over to the Philippines. <laughs> I okay. flew to the Philippines, stayed out to, in the Philippines for 45 days straight. And I made a promise I wasn't gonna come back home until I built my office and I started this business, right? Um, stayed out there 45 days. And now up until COVID, I usually travel back to the Philippines almost every three months, right? So that's one thing that made me a little different. I know the culture, right? I know the people. I'm there, I got an office there, right? So I know what you guys are looking for, right? And I also understand what my VAs need and what they're looking for, right? And understand their personalities and things like that. So, um, yeah, so I know exactly what you mean by getting on, getting on the Zoom call, meeting that person, making sure they fit your company culture. But also, we want to make sure that our VAs are happy with you, right? And are comfortable sure. working with you because at the end of the day, we're here to make sure you're happy, right? But we also want to make sure our VAs are happy and that's our first priority. So, we always do that. Make sure they get on a phone call with you. Make sure you're happy. Make sure they're happy. That way we're all happy. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it plays a role because when there's good energy there, right? That's when the magic happens because now you're working as a as a team. You're not bumping heads and like, oh man, I got to ask my VA to do this or the VA might see a problem and then tell the owner, hey, you missed something there. And then the owner just like snaps back. Like it should always be like, as Bob Marley would say, good vibrations, right? Yep, yep, when you have the good vibrations, magic happen. So I wanna give a couple of shout outs to people that tuning in. Daniel, shout out tech out there in Oakland. What up, baby? Um, Nicole G, shout out to you for being here. Tanisha Williams, D, thank you for being here. Now we're gonna go into the quick Q&A. If you guys have some questions for Mr. Ken Collier, um, go ahead and type it in the comment section. So we could go ahead and answer those for you guys. But yeah, bro, I, I had to get you on here because I think, I one, I know there's nobody talking about this like this. You know what I mean? Um, 
a lot of these notaries are running, heck, I, I, I got a guy, he's running at least 120 appointments a month. Damn. It's he's like, dude, I, I, he's losing his mind. He doesn't even know if it's Tuesday or <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday. It's like, it's a blur. It's a complete blur. And I said, dude, you have, you have to slow down, not just for yourself, but the quality of your in your output to those clients, you're going to start missing papers. You're, you're going to, you know, completely overlook things. You're going to miss appointments. You're, you're just going to, your quality is going to be shit. Yeah. You're going to make that, that quick money, but your quality is going to be horrible. Yeah. 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 It don't mean anything, man. Not only your quality um, going to be horrible, your work quality going to be horrible. Your health quality going to be horrible as well. <laughs> yeah. And if your health quality is horrible, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Like, trust me. I know. Um, yeah. So Tanisha was like, yeah, I know he tired. <laughs> Motherfucker tired as hell, Tanisha. <laughs> uh, Tech says, uh, wow, these are good jewels. Yeah, shout out to the notaries. But yeah, it, you know, it's, take that into account. As you're growing your business, like a lot of you guys know, I have an agency. There's no way I could run this agency by myself. If you guys are really looking into having an agency or maybe you have a full-time job and you're doing a notary business on the side and you just can't answer the phone. You, you know, money's coming in, your phone is ringing and you know, somebody's trying to give you money to do a notarization, but you can't answer the phone. You're already making the bread at your full-time job. Peel off a little bit of that money, get a virtual assistant, even part-time to answer the phone for you while you're at work. So by the time you're off of work, your, your virtual assistant have set up all of these appointments for you right after work. Boom. Now your side hustle is being equivalent and paying equivalent to your main hustle. Then you yep. can make that transition and tell your boss to kick, kick rocks. Yep. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. Turn that hustle into to a successful business. That, that, that's, 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 that's all it is. That's all it is. So what, what plans do you have for the future, bro? Like, I know you guys are growing like crazy, like wildfire. What, what, what's the plans for IHR Buddy? And how can people get in contact with you? So plans for IHR Buddy, we're going to continue to scale, continue to grow, continue to add on um, new services um, as well. And one of the things I've noticed while doing this is, um, man, I really discovered, like, how much your VA can help you, brother. Like mm. I'm at a point now where I, if I got ideas about starting a business, if I got a, you know, we, we're business, we're CEOs, we you know we hustle. So we are, of course we get ideas all the time about new opportunities and new businesses. But I'm at a point now, man, whenever I get a new idea, I pitch my ideas to my VA team. They go and do the research, they go and develop it and they can down there help me start any business that I want to start just by giving them the go ahead to go and do the research on it, right? Um, so I'm at a point now, man, where I'm just taking my VAs and we're partnering, partnering with different businesses um, and just helping them scale, helping them scale. So let me ask you this, do you, now that you have this team, do you plan on getting back into the credit repair business again? And Nah, the, the credit repair business was great, brother. I ain't gonna lie to you, right? It was, it was great. Um, but I, man, I love what I do now. And I love just more business to business. I love helping business owners like just mm. scale. 
I, I love helping bidders on the scale, man. You know, I was at a point, I was at a point to where, of course, the money is good, right? But I was at a point to where, um, you know, right now I'm at a point to where I feel like I'm I'm doing, um, I'm doing what I love to do. I'm doing what I do to make a living, but also I feel like I'm living um, to, to do what I'm supposed to do. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like I love helping business owners help other people. Mm. Um, so like this is what I love doing, man. I've watched like you know we all start businesses for a few different reasons, brother. One. The main reason is because we want financial freedom for our family, right? Yes. We want to leave a financial legacy for our kids. And we want to spend as much time with our family as possible, brother. So I've seen business owners start start that business with all type of hope and, and excitement. And then all that goes away, right? Because they're so stretched out, right? Now they're back working that job. Now their kids can't see them. Now their wife getting divorced with them because of the finances, right? So yeah. I'm, at a, I'm at a point now where I want to just see families live. I want to see families have fun. I want to see fathers be able to be there for their kids when they need to, right? Um, and I think that's much more important to me right now than starting another credit card business and making make some revenue, being able to help businesses stay in business. Indeed. And, you know, God, dude, like, again, I want to thank you. I, I humbly thank you for being on the show because your your services, one, you're a genuine dude. I, I could feel it. I Like, I feel like I'm a real good judge of character. Um, you're a genuine, authentic guy, and you speak from the heart. You have no malice. You want to see people succeed. You see the bigger picture out here. You have your kingdom, so therefore you have no reason to hate on another person's kingdom, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, how can I help your kingdom grow? Which is what I I had a mentor. He said the great, the only thing greater than a king is a king it's maker. A kingdom. Yeah. Is a king maker. <laughs> king maker. So yeah. you making more kingdoms and king makers out there, and then they're building kingdoms and building other kings and queens out there. And it's just, it just, I, I, I make this prediction: within the next five to ten years, uh, the black economic state will be at an all-time high. Like it will, it will just shoot through the roof. Like having talks about economic wealth and building wealth and kingdoms and entrepreneurship will be a normal thing within our community. And it, mm -hmm. and I believe it's because of people like yourself that bring a, a special element to something that we didn't know about. I didn't know about like, if I was in the streets and I could hire a virtual assistant to help me sell drugs, I would have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yo, do this. But yeah. We don't have these conversations. We don't have these critical moments where somebody is breaking down game to us. So again, I salute you, bro. Yeah. Thank you very much for being on the show. No, nah, um, definitely. Yeah, how can people get in contact with you though? Hey, so if you guys want to contact me personally, I'm Ken Collier on all platforms, K-E-N-N-C-O-L-L-I-E-R, just like my name is um, over here. But Ken Collier on all platforms. Uh, my company is IHR Buddy. IHR Buddy on all platforms. Okay, I'm putting that um, on there. You guys, man, I'm, I'm easily getting get in contact with, um, you know, shoot me a message on Facebook, um, Instagram, shoot me an email, whatever you need to do, um, I'm easily getting in contact with. And at least do a consultation, you know, like call them, get a consultation, like get, get past, get out of your comfort zone, get out of that, 
get out of your own damn way. Yeah. At the end and of the I, day. And I mean, you know, the consultation is absolutely free. Nothing you got to commit to. Just hop on a 15 minute call. Um, and, and whenever yeah, you notice, um, type whenever I do my calls, none of them are, are sales calls. It's all giving information, answering questions, whatever you need, right? And most people may say, hey, Ken, you know, I, you know, I don't think I can afford to pay, you know, to pay you right now. I may not be able to afford whatever it is. I still give you the game. I say, listen, here's some things you can do on your own. Here's what you can do. Here's some steps you can do to go and find your own VA, to go and train your own VA, go and manage your own VA. So it don't even matter. Just hop on a phone call with me. I'm going to give you every piece of game I got for those 15 minutes while we're on the phone. Damn, that's, that's fire. Look, I hope you guys got value out of this conversation uh, today because it, this was, I use his services. Yeah. I so, use it. So for everybody that's saying, that see, that's seen all of the, you know, post and all of this, no, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. Like, there's no way I could be running appointments and being on top of social media and answering phone calls. There's no way. There's no yeah. way yeah. I could be in all of those places. So yeah. Ken was the man that actually helped make that happen. Yeah, yeah. And um, and, and another thing, too, uh, just kind of leave them with, with some, some tangible stuff they can go and do right now. Sure. Um. I need do this right here. If you got a pen, pen and paper available, do this. I want you to think about everything that you're currently doing in your business right now, right? Mm -hmm. I need you to make a list. I need you to list every single thing that you're doing in your business. If you're doing your own marketing, you're doing your own sales calls, whatever you're doing, write a list of every single thing that you're doing in your business. Under that, make another list of everything that you want to be doing in your business, but you're not currently doing it because you don't know how, right? Or you don't have the help to do it. Make that list. I want you to take a highlight, a green highlight. I need you to highlight everything green that you love doing and that you're great at doing. Mm. Highlight everything red that you don't like doing and you're not great at doing. <laughs> Every single thing. Um, then I want you to take a put a dollar sign next to everything on that list that's generating you revenue. So you say mm. marketing, sales reaching out to affiliates, those are revenue generating tasks, right? Put a dollar sign next to all of those. And the reason I had you do that is whenever the, the hardest part to hiring someone um, is not knowing the task to give them to do, not knowing what we want them to do, right? And it, the rule of thumb is whatever we're doing in our business the most is uh, whatever we're doing in our business that we love doing and we're great at doing is probably the thing that we're doing the most in our business, right? Um, so the, the best way to buy back your time is eliminating the thing that's taking up the most of your time, right? Um, usually the thing that we're great at doing, the thing that we're doing most in our business, it's usually, usually the thing that we can easily train somebody else to do. You get it? Yeah. So whenever we hire someone, we want to first train that person to do the thing that's eating up the most of our time. That's the, that that's awesome advice, man. Thank you. Um, for you guys that uh, didn't know, I just want to share this with you guys. We are now on Apple Podcasts, uh, so you can definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify. So if you're working out and you just want to get some knowledge and listen to this replay, this encore presentation again, listen to it while you're working out or you're driving. Or you know, you know, you just have some spare time. We're also on Deezer, and we're also on Power FM, and then you, of course, you can watch the live video on YouTube. So definitely patronize, subscribe, 
and check us out. Ken, once again, thank you so much. You know, I could talk to you forever, brother, but I really appreciate you coming out here, man. And we are going to wrap up, man. Thank you again. Any final words? Um, now, nah, man, just, 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 just remember whatever you're doing in your business, just remember why you're doing it. Right. And for most of us, it's so that we can spend time with, with our loved ones and um, build a financial financial um, future. Right. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind always. I'm Ken Carr, K-E-N-N-C-O-L-L-I-E-R. Make sure you guys follow me. Make sure you guys follow my company, IHRBuddy.com um, and IHRBuddy on our platform. Awesome. Awesome. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace, love, and happiness, and cash flow. You heard?